Hi, this is Nancy Herald, and welcome to my show, High Road to Humanity. In every episode, I tell you powerful true stories filled with great wisdom that you can use in your own life as you strive for a higher road to travel. My featured guests will have their own unique stories to tell that enlighten your mind and your soul. So kick back, relax, and learn the secret to success when you take the high road. Hi, this is Nancy Yerald, and welcome to High Road to Humanity. And I'm here today with Billy Atwell, and he's got a terrific book out, you guys. It's called Unshakable Self-Confidence. And I've read this over the last couple days, and it's an amazing book. Um, we're going to talk about today, and we're going to talk with Billy and see, um, you know, what he's got going on. But before I do, I'm going to talk about the state of humanity I've been doing this for the last few weeks, and uh, I think it's really important that we talk about what's going on in the world. And so briefly, I uh, just want to talk a little bit about um, the two police officers that were shot in Compton in Los Angeles. I pulled up CNN this morning, and it says, um, with authorities still looking for the man who shot the two unsuspecting Los Angeles County Sheriff deputies on Saturday, uh, Sheriff, Sheriff Alex Villanueva said Monday, the fact that the pair survived is a miracle, okay? Each deputy suffered multiple gunshots, including to the head and to the face, but got through surgery well, Villanueva said. He said he expects each will have a long road to recovery. Now, detectives have not yet identified a suspect in the shooting, and thanks to donations from two private donors, a reward has been increased to 175000 according to the sheriff. Um, the deputy, deputies are hospitalized in critical condition. Um, the fact that they escaped death is a miracle. One more time. That's just crazy. So prayers to these guys. Um, they're just out there doing their job, and what a shame to see something like this happen. I also want to talk about the Oregon wildfires. It said on Monday there were 22 that were still missing. Um, really crazy stuff going on right now. We need to send some prayers out to Oregon and California. It says uh, Oregon's historic wildfires have burned more than 1 million acres statewide, spanning from the southern border to the coast and Clackamas County. That figure is about twice the yearly average over each of the past 10 years. It says authorities have confirmed that eight people have died statewide and 22 are unaccounted for and hundreds are reeling from lost homes. More than 40,000 have been forced to leave their homes. So um, you guys say a little prayer for the people out in Oregon right now. Hey, um, when we talk about the state of humanity, I was thinking about this this morning when I was pulling this information and I said, hey, how about some good news? So um, I pulled up the Good News Network, <laughs> and this makes me smile because uh, it says there's a number of cases of the COVID um, that are declining. It says cases are declining in the United States. Um, hospital rates in the U.S. are declining. It says the death rates are down. Um, it also says that the hospital hospitalization and death rates in the UK have plummeted. So that's pretty awesome. Uh, it says bright spots in the last seven days across the US are South Dakota, Kentucky, Mississippi, Hawaii, Iowa, Alabama, Georgia, Arkansas, West Virginia, and Arizona have all seen um, lower cases of COVID-19. So that's my positive today. 
um, on High Road to Humanity. So there you have it. All right. Now, before I bring Billy on, let me give you a little information. This man has a podcast and he also has a really cool book we're going to talk about. Billy J. Atwell is the founder and host of the Unshakable Self-Confidence Podcast. What began as his attempt to understand the nature of fear and self-doubt in order to recover from years of violence and abuse is now an iTunes Top 300 show with thousands of listeners worldwide. He lives and continues his work in Chicago. Hey, you guys. Um, welcome, Billy, to Hira to Humanity. Hey there. How's it going? Good to see you. Glad you came today. Yeah, thanks for having me. Well, Billy, tell me your story. I mean, I, I did read your story in the book, but tell the audience basically what happened to you. And I'm not sure if the book came first or the podcast came first. The podcast came first. The podcast, I'm actually going on my fifth season uh, okay. in October. Okay. Uh, and it started out uh, initially called Fear Not. Okay. And it was my attempt five years ago uh, which I was already on the journey for about three years of recovering from uh, my second relationship where I was almost strangled to death with yet another narcissistic, toxic, abusive alcoholic. Um, and so I had lots of questions about how did I get here again? And, um, you know, a friend of mine, she gave me a, a copy of Joyce Meyer's Battlefield of the Mind. And so that was like really honestly the starting point of this concept of thoughts create your reality. and when I started to think about fear and think about my life, I had lots of questions. And so I created a podcast called Fear Not, uh, which was, uh, I was actually on three times a week. I had short little shows where I was interviewing people, normal people from around the world, um, right. just to share, you know, a, a big fear that they had faced and what they did to overcome it. And then I was talking to experts um, on a longer format uh, every Friday from like Mark uh, Newberg or uh, Mark Waldman and Andrew Newberg, like neuroscientists. Mm -hmm. I was talking to Buddhists. I was talking to Christians. I was talking to uh, quantum uh, physicists. I, you know, like Professor Bruce Lipton and this concept of trying to find out thoughts and beliefs and fear. Right. And so that eventually evolved when I sort of transformed uh I, I changed the show to unshakable self-confidence uh and we're just on once a week now yeah. uh hour every week where we talk yeah. about confidence and and stuff like that but that's where it's all came from it was this a need for you to figure it out basically a need for me to figure it out for myself and then right. i realized um that this was a larger part of my path that i was created for to kind of help other people that were in similar situations to understand too, why, why is there's this repeating pattern, which I discovered, like, as you know, in the book, it's called mm -hmm. the inherited negative self-imagery or that's how I call it. But right. it is sort of, everyone has one, uh, maybe not as, as bad as mine, but you know, like in my, my research, I, I, I don't know my father. I was, uh, I only knew my stepfather when my mother remarried at eight. And so I was raised by five generations of women and what, what I didn't understand, what I discovered was this concept of self-identity and moving away from the divine one that we're born with mm -hmm. and being sort of indoctrinated or transferred or inherited. I mean, all of these amazing women that had raised me literally, uh, collectively, 
we're all in abusive relationships with alcoholics, yet I never saw it. So, right. so they carried it on into you and then, because that's all they knew. You know, I think it's really interesting. I want to back up a little bit that Joyce Meyer's mm-hmm. Battlefield of the Mind. Um, that's a really awesome book. I think it's cool that you, um, that that's what turned you around because it's really our connection with God. Well, you know, I mean, I'm pretty honest on the show. I believe like what Gandhi said, all past come to God. Now I've studied all sorts of spirituality, but I've chosen to, you know, to do a deep dive in the teachings of Jesus. Uh, Mm -hmm. I have a little different take, obviously, than most Christians. Um, But yes, um, (laughs) Joyce Meyer, I I had reactions because she was a Christian, but I, I placed my trust in her because of her story. What she went through, yeah, yeah. What, her what story. you went through, and that was that was the connection for me at the beginning. Um, now, I mean, I have different points of view about that now, but uh, I've had lots of amazing Christians on the show who've helped me to, you know, be comfortable with studying uh, Jesus. But even even more than that, it's like um, the Apostle Paul is a really amazing writer for me. Um, right. Okay. So, yeah. I think that's yeah. awesome. You know, I liked in your book how you you have you have us. I'm going to hold the book up. You guys, if you're watching me on YouTube, it's called Unshakable Self-Confidence. It's a really good read. It's just a short book, but it's really powerful. There's a lot of powerful information in here. I mean, I highlighted a lot. Um, one thing you said that I wrote down, and, and you have people do this. At the very beginning of the book, you guys, he has you sign a commitment. And it says, I hereby commit myself to taking ownership over my life to be dedicated to the process of developing my self-confidence. Um, onto and, and to never give up. And I thought that was really cool because that's the commitment, you know, we're going to, we're going to go for this. And then you go into the book and you start to talk about fear and why we're, we're so fearful. And you use the analogy of the Phoenix, the bird. I think that's really cool. Yeah. You know, and I mean, like I mentioned in the book, I grew up in Mesa, so I saw Phoenixes everywhere, but um, <laughs> It you was know, subliminal. Uh, it was subliminal. It was subliminal. But <laughs> even when I switched the show over and I changed the logo, the the Phoenix was this concept. But what I've really come to understand is, yeah. you know, especially the way that God has set everything up, it's constantly evolving. And in order to do that, all things must pass in order for the new. You've got to keep constantly giving up the old and for the new. And so that's what really the Phoenix is about. And And technically, in my research, it's it's quite an ancient Christian symbol as well. Um, mm-hmm. But, you know, you've got to burn everything up, you know, it, like in scripture, it says you've got to give up the ashes for the crown of glory. And so there's, mm-hmm. it's a much deeper meaning than initially than I think when I first sort of was attracted to it and actually drew the logo. Um, yeah. But yeah, um, we have a nice tribe of phoenixes. And I think, you know, there, there's something to be said about a phoenix, which is not taking the normal route of, identifying and and to to victimhood but trusting god and trusting that all things will be made new and restored if if you allow it all to burn right you know i think um that's such a wonderful message people are lost right now and we're lost because we've lost a lot of our spiritual self and um, I, I think it's nice that um, people like you are, are talking about it. I talk about it. I think you're connected. Um, you've tapped into the power. You've tapped into that energy. Now, do you meditate on a daily basis so you can tap in? Or? I do. Um, I do every morning. Not as quite as intensively as I used to. Um, because like yeah. I said, I had a, 
as, as you know, in the book, I mean, the key meditation is first John four seventeen, which is as God is, so are we in this world. That's a pretty powerful thing that you have to wrap your mind around. And like I was saying before, not to, I'm, I'm a little more softer these days on Christianity as term of religion, but somehow that message has been lost. Yes, um, it has. And even in terms of like the Apostle Paul writing, it's like you are the temple of God. God mm-hmm. is already in you. Quit, you know, Jesus said, God is spirit. It's quit looking outside. It's all inside. And right. greater is he that is in me that's in the world. So I meditated on that. Um, uh, for years, and I journaled every day, um, writing that at the top of each page and just wow. allowing myself to explore what that concept meant. And I mean, I've got stacks of journals, literally, like just right. on that scripture alone. So, well, you yeah. learn you learn to go within, and I think that's really awesome. Um, we're getting ready to go to commercial break here, but I want to say one thing. Um, you know, when you do go within and you connect with the divine, it changes your life. And um, mm-hmm. I'm sure you it changed yours, and you had new friends, and you had people fall away. And maybe we'll talk about that a little bit when we come back from break. Hey, you guys, I'm here today with Billy Atwell. His book is called Unshakable Self Confidence. Billy, how do people find you? What's your your website is Unshakable Self confidence.com yeah it's com, and on the home page they can sign up for the newsletter and the free monthly magazine cool yeah. very cool hey you guys this is nancy you're out this is high road to humanity hang on we have more stories to tell on high road to humanity check out nancy's website nancyyearout.com to book a session with nancy to learn how to tap into your own abilities Have you ever been in a situation where you needed a miracle? I think most of us probably have. Whether it's a financial emergency, health crisis, or some other serious situation, most of us know the feeling of helplessness and even hopelessness. Now imagine having to wait for a miracle for six months, even a year or more. That's the situation for thousands of children all around the world who are waiting for a sponsor. Their only hope of escaping the poverty around them is someone like you choosing them. This is Nancy Yearout, and I'm joining with compassion to give you the chance to be the miracle in a child's life. For a little more than a dollar a day, you'll provide the physical, emotional, and spiritual support a child needs, not just to survive poverty, but to be released from poverty in Jesus' name. Don't make a child wait one day longer for their miracle. You can find out more or sponsor a child right now. Just go to my website, nancyyearout.com. That's www.nancyyearout.com. We want to thank you so much for listening to High Road to Humanity. This is where Nancy and her guests tell stories that will guide you and enlighten your mind and soul. Now, welcome back to the High Road. Let's hit the high road. 
Hi, this is Nancy Yearout, and I'm back here today with Billy Atwell. His book is called Unshakable Self-Confidence, and we're talking about God, and we're talking about energy. I like how you talk about the power of words in your book. Um, I'm real big on that. I'm real big on what you think and what you say creates your reality. Can you talk about that a little bit, Billy? Yeah. Um, you know, obviously early on my journey and it's out there, it's pretty much mainstream, like positive thinking and positive thoughts. But what I've learned is, and why a lot of people and my discovery, they don't necessarily believe in it or they haven't had results because it does work. I mean, all things that are God work. I mean, right. <laughs> not, God's not going to deny you anything. There's just certain rules that ha keep you in the right perspective. And yeah. And how come they never teach us the rules? That's my big thing, right? Did you think about that? I'm like, why don't they tell us these things when we're growing up, you know? Um, well, you know, <laughs> it's all right there in the book. I mean, I'm, I mean, I hate to like make it that obvious. I think just pick up it's the book. It's simple as it. a child could see. Yes. Yes. Yeah. And so, <laughs> you know, and what I found in the biggest discovery with in, in positive words is, and what I see a lot with the, you know, the people that I coach and stuff is they'll say like, I'm working on confidence as opposed to I am confident. Mm -hmm. And I, that really changed for me when I started to study the concept of how to get prayers requested when Jesus and uh, Mark, um, you know, trust God constantly, all things whatsoever you ask and pray for. The concept is believe that you have received it. It's always has to be as if it's, it's already happened. Time. Right. Yeah. Right. And I don't know why I don't have an explanation, but that's how it is. And you have to think and speak as Neville Garter would say, you've got to live in the end uh, because Jesus goes ahead and carves it out for you and, and carves the way. And so if you don't confess right to use some Christian language today, you, you can't, you, it's just not going to work for you because right. what you say is exactly what you get. Right. I mean, God will give you exactly what you say. Uh, right. So right. you've got to be careful. Um, both in positive and negative, but how it's, how it is. Yeah. That's, right. Well, we're little creators, we're little gods and we don't realize, or a lot of us have not realized that we have this power and we do, yeah. we have this power within us. And, um, you know, if you do watch your words and your intention and your thoughts, um, it does make a difference. It'll change your life. Uh, you know, I started to talk on the, when we were going to a commercial break, you know, as you have evolved, um, have you had new friends, old friends kind of fall away? What is that? What has that experience been for you? <laughs> uh, how much time do you got? <laughs> <laughs> That's what I um, thought. Yeah. yeah. You know, it was a really torturous experience for me because my nature was so, my self-worth was just so low. I was a doormat. Um, and so uh, what I realized was I was clinging on to negative relationships everywhere from work to friends. And I use air quotes on friends there, but can I interject a minute, the audience, I don't think, and let me say this, and I'm not trying to be, um, I, I want to mention this. You had a really terrible childhood. You were abused verbally, correct? Yeah. Yeah. That was sort of the, the, initial, the you know, yeah. that moment where I sort of believed and a different version of myself than the way that God created me. Yeah. Right, right. And I want to say that not to be hurtful by any means, but just say to let the audience realize that you went through a lot. A lot of us do verbally, uh, even if you're not physically abused, verbal abuse can really change a person and especially a child because you were young when this happened. And so I just want to interject that before you went further so that people understand you went through a really horrible time in your life, correct? Yeah. 
okay. that's that's fair to say. Um, okay. Sorry, and I don't mean to sound detached, but it's <laughs> no. I understand you are attached from it, and that's cool. Yeah, <laughs> I get that. I get that, that. That's the beauty of the work is right. like you, you let it go, and then it, it just right. becomes a ghost. Um, but yeah, to 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 say that, I mean. I understand what it means to be in a pit and to learn step by step how to trust that divine spirit to guide you out. Um, And it's not easy. And when you're in the pit, negative spirits, you know, if you want to call them demons or whatever, in the forms of human beings and low self-esteem are just going to try to drag you back down. So it was, it was pretty torturous and learning how to let all that go and just let it all burn Right. Uh, and trust that everything that you give up will be restored in a much better way. That I know. Tenfold, yeah. right? Yeah. And it's hard for people to understand that. It was hard for me. So I understand, you know, if anyone's listening out there that it's like, but I won't have anything or, I'm, you know, you're so attached to, to the stuff. Yeah. The stuff. Yeah. yeah. And I'm not just talking about material stuff. I'm talking about even letting go of negative friends that you know treat you like dirt but you're just unwilling to not have be alone for a while and and let that pass because what i've discovered is if you let that go and leave the space open yeah you're going to have that space open for a while and you just better get comfortable with it but if you don't the better thing has no room to come in that's true that is so true yeah. wow what wonderful advice and that's the truth and it is hard um you know people get themselves in really bad situations and it is definitely hard to get out and i've been there myself so i know exactly what you're talking about um yeah. you know i love some of the things that you talk about in your book um you quote buddha you say buddha says all that we are is a result of all that we thought yeah that is one of the things that i have found the golden thread, if you will, the, the divine golden thread uh, between all these spiritual practices, because there's amazing stuff like in the Upashanda that talks about God is the creator and we are the creation mm-hmm. and we are endowed with the creator's abilities. Right. And if we realize that, then we become a creator too. Um, mm-hmm. Just like in scripture, all things that are mine are yours and yours are mine and I shall be made manifest and given glory. And then there's that relationship where if you can just surrender to that duality that jesus tried to point out to us this oneness mm-hmm. that's how he was able to do all these amazing things um was not to do it in himself but to give glory to god and realize that that was the source and we are just vapor and mist uh the expression and that that's not to be negative but right no i know what you're saying we should rejoice in who we are and it's god's we're the only one blocking the blessings. <laughs> right. Well, and I think, you know, and I talk about the wildfires that are going on and I talk about all the things that are going on in humanity, but I really feel that God's not very happy with humanity right now. And I believe a lot of this unrest is a result of people being ungodly. They've moved away from God. They've gone into material things and that's not where it is. Well, I'll disagree with you just slightly, if I may. Sure. Um, only in the first half that God is upset. Um, And I'm going to challenge you a little bit because in scripture, God says that he creates and destroys, Mm -hmm. Um, you know, there is only God. And I think on the second half, I definitely agree. 
a lot of the violence, a lot of the confusion and stuff is because we have forgotten, you know, fear is mistaken identity. That's, mm-hmm. that's, that's what I've discovered. That's the key of it. When you detach yourself, it's the analogy in the um, Old Testament, which is the collection of Greek mythology. The story of Lucifer falling is, is I, I I'm, I'm probably going to ruffle some feathers here, but that's the story of the ego. When you think yourself separate from mm-hmm. God, that's right. when you fall from grace. And I Correct. think that's what's happening a lot is that, People think that God is this judgmental thing when God is just the creator and your most beautiful thing to him. And we've been trained not to believe in our true relationship with God. And then therefore we're alone. We're afraid. We're desperate. Uh, we don't realize, um, like the apostle Paul said, your wranglings and your jealousies and your bitterness is all because you have not, because you don't ask um, yeah, a lot of people don't ask. And I, I write about that in my book, actually, that people don't ask and that people don't have as much faith. Uh, faith is a difficult thing. You talk about faith in your book. And, you know, faith is difficult because it took me a long, long time to have faith. But once you do, and once you can have faith in oh. God, you know, <laughs> it changes you completely because I know it changed me. It's game over. Yeah. It's true, um, isn't it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you know, for someone who was not raised in a religion, because uh, my mother didn't, she thought there were too many. And I, I, I thank her for that <laughs> constantly. <laughs> uh, so I come, I come towards Christianity without a lot of dogma. But um, yeah. it was still difficult for me to trust this concept of be still and know that I'm God. And all these sort of, you know, really powerful scriptures that I was reading um, in the writing. And you know, you have to, you're not going to get big miracles because that requires big faith. That requires big belief. Right. And if you don't understand who you are, if you don't understand your true identity, of course, your prayers aren't going to be answered because most people come at their prayers and their requests. Uh, it's like Joyce Meyer. I heard her once say, it's like, you're on the floor begging for scraps when God created you to sit at the table. And until you can understand that and thoroughly embody it, Right. Honor yourself. Honor yeah. who we are. Yeah, you know, and I'm glad you brought that up because we are precious and we take life for granted. You mm-hmm. know, um, I realize how precious life is. We have been given this gift to come down here in these bodies and experience and people take it for granted. They think it's, it's they don't realize. You know, this is one of the things that I hope uh, once we start with my clients and my students and stuff, get them to understand what yeah. their inherited negative self-image root is. I will have them spend mornings, you know, quiet time with coffee, uh, watching a sunrise. Um, but then I challenge them to think that it's like, oh, yeah, because we take for granted sunrises. We take for granted that the things that we see. But I, I challenge them to say it's like, yeah, everyone can see a sunset, but you're the only one or, you know, seeing the sunrise or the sunset as it is right in that moment. And God's creating it specifically for you mm-hmm. and nobody else. And if you can understand that, that your experience is for you, created by God, all for you, all for you, all for you, and only you, 
See, that's that's gratitude. That that's changes huge. your life. That's yeah. huge. Yeah. Hey, listen, exactly. we got to go to commercial break again. But when we come back, I want to talk about your affirmations and I want to talk about your mirror work because I believe in both of those things really, really strongly. So, hey, you guys, we're here today with Billy Atwell. His book is called Unshakable Self-Confidence. If you're watching me on YouTube, I'm holding it up. You can pick it up on Amazon, I'm sure, right, Billy? Mm -hmm. You sure okay. can. Okay. All right, cool. This is Nancy Yerout. This is High Road to Humanity, and we will be right back. Hang on. We have more stories to tell on High Road to Humanity. Check out Nancy's website, nancyyearout.com, to book your first 30-minute coaching session for free to get you on your high road. Hold your head high. The world is coming. Watch the colors lift your soul. Do you struggle with knowing the right food for your lifestyle? Is there really a one right way to eat? As a chronic dieter, I was always so confused by the food rules and the fad diets. Where to even start? That's why I decided to go into health coaching. As your health coach, I will help you find the solution that is right for you. I will help you find balance. Unlike most dietitians and nutritionists, I focus on a whole person approach, not just food. I address stress, sleep patterns, underlying root issues, and so many other contributing factors to health. And as a mental illness survivor, I love talking about ways to fire up brain health. If you're interested in learning more and maybe even a complimentary consultation, contact me at www.sparkingwholeness.com or message me on Instagram through the handle sparkingwholeness. And now let's get back to the show. We will be right back on High Road to Humanity. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, iHeartRadio, or download directly from Nancy's website, nancyyearout.com, so you never miss an episode of The High Road. Hi, this is Nancy Yearout, and we're back here today with Billy Atwell. Hey, Billy, I am I'm really big on affirmations, and I'll tell you why. When I was a single mom... And I was trying to sell real estate in New Mexico. I would say affirmations and they work, but you got to believe like we talked about, you got to believe it. You got to see it. I would sell houses, but I would see the house already sold. But what I've learned over the years, and this is something Louise Hay always talked about is stand in front of the mirror and say your affirmations. And you talk about this in the book. Can you talk about um, how you figured this out and, and give us, give the audience a little, you know, um, synopsis on how you do this? Yeah. So a lot of my research when I, you know, started eight years ago and beyond, you know, the Joyce Myers book, I was really fascinated by the New Thought Christians of the late 19th century and early 20th century. And my introduction to that was the classic, you know, Claude M. Bristol's The Magic of Believing. And he talks about uh, the mirror technique in there. And, you know, historical figures use the mirror, like Winston Churchill and stuff to sort of energize them. Um, and in my research in combination... I didn't know with, that. I didn't know Winston Churchill did that. Yeah, like all his big major speeches, um, he would that's get cool. in front of the mirror. Um, okay. And that's... Yeah. And so there's something about standing in front of the mirror that is a reflection. Um, I, you know, I don't understand it. You know, a lot of these things, I just stopped 
questioning it and just realize that it works and it's just mm-hmm. a part of the divine law. But, mm-hmm. you know, Amir is a very powerful thing, especially in mythology. It's a way to get to your core. It's the sort of symbol for, for getting beyond the mask of God um, that you would think of as yourself, um, mm-hmm. Nancy or Billy or Tom, Sally, Harry, um, and to move that. And so, you know, that was just through trial and error. Um, trusting the book, which actually I've, I had <laughs> found out when I was watching a Netflix on Phyllis Diller and someone asked her about how she was so positive and so successful. And she was like, recommended that book. So I went oh, on. Oh, that's how you checked it out. Yeah. Well, yeah. I learned from Louise Hay. And then what she always says is, you know, a lot of people can't look in the mirror and look at themselves in the eyes. But if you can look at yourself in the eyes and say, I love you to yourself, that's big. Well, the discomfort is definitely there, uh, yeah. especially if you have body images, uh, self-image, you know, like I did. Um, but, you know, you were talking about something a little bit earlier about positive affirmations and belief, and it's hard to believe. You have to get beyond that and realize that all these are just sort of training wheels to get you to a new belief system, which is the, a pattern of thought. And so they're just helping there to create repetition, right? I mean, a lot of my clients... Um, understand the concept of like you don't go to the gym and do crunches for a day and expect to walk out with six packs it's takes time it takes time and Uh it's habitual and it's actually really it's a new way of living i mean this is the concept of repent uh the real meaning of repent in the bible it's it's turning in a, a 180 degree um it's choosing the you know god says i said before you life and death now choose and it's just giving up the old for the new yeah and you know, and I know a lot of people question that, but it's, you're already a master creator. You've just been creating nightmares. And so yeah, that, yeah, through through your thoughts and your negative beliefs and your negative self-image. And so that's all I help people do is to understand that they're already, that divine power is flowing through you. You just got to tap into negative. it. Yeah. Well, it's not even tapping in. It's already flowing through you. You just are running it through a negative filter. And we've got to remove that filter so that you start to see more positive love-based energy right create a better self-image and all that stuff yeah Yeah. i don't know i always say bring the white light through your head i always when i meditate i bring the white light down through my crown chakra and through my body and i visualize that um bring in the light from heaven and you can bring that energy in if that is your intention and that's very calming i think hey i want to talk about something um i thought was really interesting in your book you you had a little um picture in here a graph and you talk about the root of, you know, uh, like when we say things we shouldn't be saying, and then you show the brain and you show, you know, uh, you know, we're repetition, you know, we do things over and over and over. We're, we're creatures of habit. And so we say this negative thing over and over and you actually show in the brain where those are rooted. Talk yeah. about that. I thought that was really interesting. A good analogy, actually. Yeah. Um, well, you know, like Buddha said, um, the th- I think what people have to understand is that you are not your thoughts. They come from a infinite stream of consciousness. And so like Buddha said, it's like you have to filter out. And so that's very woo-woo and esoteric and all that stuff. But what I've done, you know, my research with the spirituality in conjunction with the uh, neuroscience is that thoughts are essentially energy that come to you um you know and i with like louise hayes was probably like law of attraction you 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 sort of pull these things and you get more and so 
they start to manifest because uh, energy, when it slows down, it becomes matter. And so your brain is where thoughts are come become reality, become three-dimensional. And that's through a neurological path where, you know, the fire and wire. And what I find have found fascinating in, in, in the power of that is not only they just become a thought, but if you keep thinking them over and over, they actually grow like a root system and mm-hmm. spread not only in length, but in girth. And there's some power in that. And, you know, again, when I coach people, that really helps them understand sort of the root tree garden analogy is that if you start to plant that seed of a uh, the, the divine thought and the divine perspective, yes, it may be small, but if you keep focusing on that, it will grow larger and in girth. And if you quit thinking on the negative, your your body is an efficient machine that it will have to, it, it'll destroy that root in order to make room for the new powerful root. And so it's an amazing thing if you can keep that in mind and understand when you are having challenges and it's taking longer is that God takes time. Uh, yeah, there's seasons of growth. Um, and, you know, you plant a seed of faith and it's going to produce a crop, but then you plant all those seeds and it becomes a bigger crop next year. And then, you know, it's momentum. It's all these physics and laws that, um, well, yeah, it's like you plant the seed and you walk away cause you know, it's going to grow. You don't think, Oh, is it going to grow? Cause the farmers don't do that. They plant no. and they walk away cause they know it's going to no. grow. It's the same no. kind of thing. You have to have that, uh, that thought process that you know, it's going to happen. And you well, also, job, huh? I was gonna say, your job is only to plant the seed then water and pull the weeds. There you go. There you go. You also say fake it until you make it. And I thought that was kind of cool. Yeah. You know, that's, um, I try to reclaim that because that gets tossed out a lot. And I think people misunderstand it. Um, It goes back to that Jesus instructing about living as if you already received it and in terms of self-confidence, which is how I use it in the book is you have to believe that you already are confident because Going back to the meditation based on First John four seventeen, as God is, so am I in this world. God is not not confident. God is not afraid. And so when you adopt that consciousness, and if you are an extension of that, um, even if you can only wrap your mind around at this moment in time that you are produced by God, you're a child of God, and all things that are his are yours, so is confidence. Yeah. And so you've got to come to terms with that. And if you focus on that, right, this is just quantum observation, whatever you focus on expands. And so that's sort of, I was reclaiming that overused, misunderstood concept of, because uh, mm-hmm. I talk about Gandhi's version of it in there. Yeah. If you believe that you already are that thing, even if it's not in your current reality, right, like law of attraction, right, um, it will occur. So you've got to fake it until you make it. And that yeah. comes believing that Yeah. And and you say in here, and I I wrote this quote down. So if you are not thinking and behaving like the person you want to become right now, you'll never become that person. Yeah. You only have the present moment. Yeah. And Um, that's hard too. We're all living, learning to live in the now. That's another one. Have you been working on that? I bet too, huh? Well, you know, what I do now is I help people to understand, um, because particularly my early journey, it's like, find the present moment, find the present moment. But most people don't understand what that means. And, and I didn't either because we think of terms of like static, like arrived, like I will achieve and then I'm done. And the present moment, I mean, is now, but see now it's in the past. Mm-hmm. God is a stream. 
constantly flowing. And so the present moment means to be constantly in alignment and allowing God to pull you in the natural stream. It's not a destination. It's nothing that you can control. And so that's where a lot of pain and confusion comes because we're used to controlling the past and we're used to controlling the future through our True. thought process. True. And so when you walk mm -hmm. with God, you don't worry about the past and you don't worry about the future, right? Jesus said, God takes care of the birds. He takes care of the fields. He's going to take care of you. No. And when, yeah. And when you have faith and you trust in God, see, if we could just get everybody to, to realize this, Billy, we'd be doing all right. <laughs> you know, maybe our world would change. I think people are starting to wake up. What do you think? Um, I don't know. You know, to be honest, I don't know. Um, I know that, you know, my listeners and subscribers have definitely <laughs> uh, quadrupled this year. Um, cool. See, that's big. They are yeah. hearing you. See, that's big. Yeah. People can hear that. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. You know, I've given up. It's not our job to change the world. Right. You know, I think, and, you know, I think, and, and I'm going to speak to Christians here. I know that's what sort of preach from the pulpit, but that is not what Jesus said. We are not here to change the world or to judge people. We're here to be the living proof. We are to allow right. God. Right. to radiate right. through us, we're supposed to be the living epistle. And that's proof positive. We're supposed to be the contrast against what everyone else in the world is doing. Because otherwise, you're just talking the talk and no one's mm -hmm. going to listen. Right. Um, but if they see you and they um, see the light in you, then they want to be like you because they want to know why you're so joyful. Totally. Because everyone is in the darkness. And if you're in the darkness, then you're not in the light. You can't have it both ways. And this is when I, that's what I'm talking about. We circle back to the beginning about the contract is you've got to make a commitment and it's not like all this religious stuff because God is incredibly kind and generous mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. has no judgment and has never had any judgment about you. Right. Just wants to live and have glory through you right. and has an amazing plan beyond right. all expectation. Yeah. Yeah. If you just surrender. Well said, Billy. Hey, listen, we're going to commercial break here. You guys, I'm here today with Billy Atwell. What a wonderful conversation, Billy. Thanks for coming on today. His book is called Unshakable Self-Confidence. This is Nancy Yearout. This is High Road to Humanity, and we will be right back. Hang on. We have more stories to tell on High Road to Humanity. Check out Nancy's website, nancyyearout.com to book your first 30 minutes coaching session for free to get you on your high road. Do you feel like something is missing in your life? Do you feel lost or alone? Do the things you buy for yourself lose their luster quickly? Are you searching for fulfillment within your heart and soul? What if you were given the ability to change your life for the better? To create what you want for yourself? I told you you have the ability to tap into the universal energy to design the life you desire. This was my discovery many years ago as a businesswoman and a single mom. I had no choice but to pay attention to what the universe was revealing to me and I learned how to use it for my benefit. When you wake up and pay attention to the messages that the universe is showing you, your life will change for the better. 
because we all hold the ability to tap into the universal energy to enhance our love life, our career, our finances, anything you wish. This energy was created for our use and it's free. Now, I'm excited to share this information with you in my book, Wake Up, The Universe is Speaking to You. It's available to you on my website at www.nancyyearout.com. That's N-A-N-C-Y-Y-E-A-R-O-U-T.com, Barnes & Noble, and Amazon. And thanks for picking up my book. And may the energy of the universe bless you. the millions of women each month who listen to Wise Health for Women Radio. Women are pressed daily to give more, learn more, and be more, often at the expense of mind, body, or spirit. Join us for revitalizing conversations on fresh ways to view your limited time, encouraging new, healthier perspectives. You provide a special spark to those around you, and you manage many roles, entrepreneur, mom, wife, coach, friend, daughter, and more. Here's a great way to inspire and nurture you. On Wise Health for Women Radio, host Linda Crater and her amazing guests share how to move toward your wishes and dreams and find what is possible in your busy life. If not today, then when? Take steps to flourish over 40. Join us on Wise Health for Women Radio, Tuesdays at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, on iTunes, and more at wisehealthforwomenradio.com. Helping women thrive. We want to thank you so much for listening to High Road to Humanity. This is where Nancy and her guests tell stories that will guide you and enlighten your mind and soul. Now, welcome back to the High Road. Hi, this is Nancy Earl. I'm here with Billy Atwell. We're talking about God. We're talking about um, getting our power back, talking about connecting with the divine. Hey, Billy, what do you want to talk about on this last segment that we have? You, you We haven't talked about happiness. Happiness is a state of mind, huh? Happiness is, um, <laughs> I guess this is God day. When, you are, <laughs> when you're in alignment and trusting God, that's happiness. Because mm-hmm. happiness is always there. Um, and it's there even in the pit. Um, that's a hard concept. It was definitely a hard concept for me because we are conditioned to think that we are only happy when the conditions are right. Yeah. And if you wait for that, you're going to be waiting forever. Um, it's a choice. It's a choice. It's a choice. You know, when we went to the break and sort of tying in and or we kind of left it off, you're either going to trust man or you're going to trust God. Yeah. And when you trust God, there's peace and contentment in that. And that's mm-hmm. real happiness. I think a lot of people confuse happiness with joy and joy is fluctuating. Joy is based on circumstances or being with loved ones and giving and stuff like that. But happiness, like the apostle Paul, um, he is definitely one of my heroes. And I was determined to figure out what he meant about being content, whether a based or a bound. Happiness is not contingent on good circumstances or bad circumstances. It just is in all circumstances. Mm-hmm. Um, so I would highly encourage everyone to figure that out because I'm living what I would call is freedom. 
Um, yeah, you call it freedom, and I like that because, but it's true. Once you are, see, we're all looking on the outside for the happiness, but it's not there. It's on the inside. And once you connect with the divine and connect with that energy, you can call it whatever you want. I call it God. Then you have this peace inside. Mm -hmm. And that's where you're talking about the happiness comes from. So no matter what happens, you're okay because you know that you have the divine within you. Does that make sense? Yeah. Um, you know, I've been cleansed so much, I think in order to have the position, uh, I was going to say authority. That's a very Christian term. Um, of what I do. I'm very responsible for teaching people truth. And in order to be anointed, if you will, you've got to be cleansed in order to have that gift from God. And, you know, in terms of God having your back, I mean, the last two years, I've, I've basically lived on $8,000, but I've never not had a bill paid. I've not ever not had eaten anything to eat. I mean, you can see me in the studio. I'm, I just rebuilt this studio. This is a $700 mic. God when provided you, for you. God provides. That's it goes right. back to that scripture. Mm -hmm. And it, I didn't start off this way believing. It was really, really, really hard. And so right. you get small little tests where right. you, this is what I've come to understand, the vision that God has given me. It's like when you say you want to be something or you have that desire that you know that God wants to express itself. The bridge between the two points is not a full bridge. There's that first step that like, you know, Martin Luther King Jr. would say that you've got to step in faith, even in the darkness, because right. you don't see the first step. You've got to step and know that it's there. Right. And then it usually requires some sort of little small task in the beginning. Mm -hmm. And if you accomplish that, if you achieve that, then the next one opens up. Everyone wants to get to point A to point B without having to do the work. Right. And you're just going against the divine law. If you would just, I, I mean, what I was saying before, if you surrender mm -hmm. and just quit telling God how you want to get there and how it's got to be. Yeah. Cause he's going to do it the way he wants to do it. <laughs> you know, well, that, well, that's best for you. Right. Exactly. For your highest good. You know, and I don't mean to interrupt you, but that's, you're exactly right. You were right on because it's not, you know, it's just like in a relationship. You may say, oh, I want to be with this person, but if it's not for your best and highest good, God's not going to let that happen. And then you're going to look back and say, wow, thanks God. You got me out of that one. You know what I mean? It's interesting. We think we know what's best for us, but we don't. And it's hard to let go of that control. You know what I mean? It is. Um, and one of the things that sort of just popped in my head that was a big thing for me, because I was a lot about like, I want to be with that person. I want to achieve that. Right, right. And, I, and it's not that I'm still a podcaster. I'm still growing. But all the traditional marketing ways and stuff that I tried to do it in my own self failed. And now that I'm not striving, I mean, I didn't reach out to you to be on this podcast, but it was a goal for me to be on other people's show. Right. And here, here we are. Right. I'm glad I you're mean, here, Billy. Yeah, I am too. Um, and, <laughs> Glad you came. You know, but all through the power and glory of God. <laughs> it's true. And, and nothing is accidental. All of this stuff happens. It's all orchestrated. And once you start paying attention and, and you are connected with the divine, you start yeah. to see all these little miracles. And I just see them a lot and I smile because I know it's yeah. confirmation. Yeah. And that's really what we're supposed to be 
as the human part of ourselves is to enjoy the ride. Yeah. Um, and sometimes it's going to be a roller coaster. And why not just lift up your hands and scream and be like, thanks, God. Woo. <laughs> well, I know you got something good coming out of this, right? <laughs> well, I mean, you know, Jesus did say there will be trials and tribulations in this world. Right. You know, just because you're surrendered to God and walking with God don't mean you're not going to have problems. That's true. That's uh, true. You, don't, you don't get a whole pass. <laughs> yeah, I think we handle, well, I know that I handle things better now that I am more connected to the Lord than I used to. Um, you know, so I can say that a lot of it comes with age and, but it does come with being connected to the divine. Don't you think? Yeah. Yeah. And you'll always know when you're in alignment with God, by how you feel on the inside, if you're peaceful, Mm -hmm. you're in the zone. Yeah. And you know, people can't upset you as easily as like used to push my buttons and now my buttons don't get pushed as easily because it doesn't, it doesn't bother me as much. That's part of the growth, I think. Yeah. You know, I, I mean, I come from also from a native American background. Like I had an uncle who was Hopi and cool. Um, the great great grandmother was, was, was Cherokee. And so nice. a lot of my visualization of what God is and sort of that protection um, and it might help everyone if, if you be still and, and stay in the center of God, um, and then see that as being sort of a shield, a shield of a transparent white light. Mm-hmm. Then you start to see the demons, if you will, trying to get in, but you don't cringe anymore because they cannot penetrate if you right. stay in the center of God. And there's just something about it that just repels it on, uh, you know, it's, it's unbreakable and, that's how I walk. I mean, it's not that people don't try to tear me down. It's not that, you know, negative situations don't come to me, but now I just realize it's like, I don't have to be afraid. Right. The fear is gone. I was just going to say that you don't have to be afraid anymore. Yeah. And I'm not afraid to die. Um, you know, the more I've done these shows and, and I didn't talk a ton about your podcast, but I know you've probably had a lot of people on just like I have. And every person that comes on, uh, it's just such a joy. I learn so much and it's like, God's like teaching me in little steps. Do you feel like that too, Billy? Yeah, there are, it, it's rare for me. Um, to have a guest on where I feel like I'm the student again. It definitely yeah. was that way for me early on. <laughs> um, but I think right now for me, the joy is, is talking to amazing people like you and stuff and just Thank you. sharing wisdom and having a conversation and finding some commonality for the greater good for the listener. And right. if you can, for me, when I relax into that and enjoy the blessing of having a conversation with another amazing person, we're creating some sort of magical doorway for people to walk through. And it's kind of like, I don't believe that God gives you rewards, but I don't have a better word for it at the moment. There's a joy and elation and an elevated feeling that I get for doing what I need to do in order for God to work through me. Um, And I love it. I love it. That's so fantastic. Now, how long have you been doing your show again? How, yeah. Uh, how what are we in September? So next month, October, I'm, it's going to be, we're starting our fifth season. Wow. That's amazing. You've probably got, Oh my gosh, all the people you've had on your show. That's so awesome. I've been yeah. on a couple of years now and uh, I love it. I mean, I just love all the people I get to meet all you guys. And, and there's so much, like you say, camaraderie. It's, it's really cool to meet other people um, that are on the same kind of journey that you're on. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, 
for me, you know, I've met a lot of people that have helped me on my journey because, mm-hmm. you know, God still has to work through people. Yes, sir. Um, just there's, there's certain people there for you. And all, like I was saying before, all sort of the marketing ideas that weren't working, that weren't at least in alignment for me and for what God needed to create through me, that just mm-hmm. people started showing up in the last like four <laughs> months when the time was right. You know, when I sort of, I could feel that it was time to grow and time to expand. And then I didn't have Boom. to do anything, you know? So yeah, that's amazing. Wow. Where are you now? Where are you located? Can I ask? Yeah, I'm in Chicago uh, yeah. on the very north side. Yeah. How's, how are things in Chicago right now? Well, I live in Rogers Park, which is the last neighborhood right before you get to Evanston. So we're pretty peaceful. Um, okay. okay. But Chicago is not in a good state um, right. at, at all. Uh, murder rate is almost 200% increase. Uh, Michigan Avenue, which is uh, not only like where a lot of the you know, wealthy people live uh, in terms of condos, but that's uh, Michigan Avenue is like Louis Vuitton and all the really, you know, big name brands that help support the city right. have all been looted and they're, they're clearing out. I mean, I, sad. I really, it's, it's sad to bad. see. Yeah. It's sad to see, yeah. but I do feel like um, we're getting ready to wind it up here, but I will say that I do feel that uh, the dark will um, go and the light will prevail. Gandhi did say, you know, even if evil takes hold, love will always conquer because it can't last forever. That's true. Hey, Billy Atwell, thanks for coming on my show today. Yeah, thanks so much for having me. It was awesome. Yeah, I appreciate it. Hey, you guys, this is Nancy Yerob. This is High Road to Humanity, and we will see you next week. You guys take care. Thanks for joining us. Let's hit the Hey, you guys, join me next week on The High Road for more stories filled with wisdom, love, and hope for our future. Have a fabulous week and know that by staying on The High Road, you will make it to your destination. Visit my website, nancyyearout.com, where you can book a private session to learn how to tap into your own abilities. And check out my YouTube channel. It's Nancy Yearout's High Road to Humanity. You can achieve your goals.